Welcome to Mile High Magazine. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping events in Colorado. Presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Here's your host, Murphy Houston. Welcome in. It's another edition of Mile High Magazine. Happy Sunday, everybody. And I'm Murphy Houston. And let's start with the big news first. Susan G. Coleman, Colorado, has a new CEO. And she's with us today, right here in the studio. Her name is uh, Jill Fricker. We are practically growing up as neighbors, we were talking earlier. Uh, not really new to Coleman, Colorado, though. About 10 years ago, Jill led in the organization's mission department. She also worked for national headquarters. And now she's here working in Colorado again. Hi, Jill. Hi, Murphy. Thanks for having me. So what brought you back? What's going on? Well, our work is not done. Well, it's never going to be done for a while, I wouldn't think, right? I'd, well, we... um, by 2026, we hope to decrease the breast cancer mortality rate by half. That would be a huge accomplishment. Yeah, in half. In half. So 40,000 deaths yeah. to 20,000. That's a good goal. Wish it was sooner. I wish it was sooner, too. Yeah. We Murphy. do the best we can, and Coleman's doing a great job. But so when this vacancy happened for you to take over as the queen bee, I mean, well, how'd that all happen? Was it vacant? You came back and it was vacant or to get vacant? We're confused. <laughs> Let me try and provide some clarity. Oh, that's why I'm asking. Yes. Okay. So Diane Primavera, as you know, right. has um, decided to run for lieutenant governor. She was our CEO at the time. And just prior to her leaving, I came on board to mm-hmm. direct mission and policy. And then she left. And did you go for the job? Everybody said, well, we know who can take Diane's job. So I interviewed. um, First, I should say I was appointed as interim um, with support of the board. Sure. And then um, I interviewed and they liked me. (laughs) She acted like she's shocked. Of course they liked you. (laughs) It's obvious. (laughs) It's obvious, right? Who could not like you? I mean, come on. So here you go, and that what, what what drew you back originally to Coleman, Colorado, before you became the CEO? Oh, that's such a great question. Um, and I want to start by saying that in some ways I really had to do a gut check for myself coming back to Coleman. You know, I was here a decade ago, and um, like others, I had my own issues sure. with Coleman. And what I had to look at was what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And when I really looked at the mission and vision of Komen, I was so incredibly proud that 10 years later, there's a nonprofit in this world that has not wavered once right. on its mission. Good point. Good point. Not once, Murphy. Right. So you thought, I'm, I want back in. Well, I want back in because we've got a lot of work to do, right? right. And right. And I also felt like, it's not fair to turn my back on an organization that has saved so many people that I love. Sure has. Mm-hmm. Even the years I've been working with that I've seen the growth, the changes, what the money we've raised has done as far as research is phenomenal. In fact, I've had some. Like, you know, I'm a breast cancer survivor, yeah. and some of the, the tests I went through said, well, you can thank Coleman for that. They helped get the money for that. So that means you're kind of going, wow, that's fantastic. Oh, thank you for sharing that, Murphy. Um, it's such an important thing for people to hear. And, and I appreciate your dedication and your willingness to share that. Um, I lost my mom in 2006 to metastatic disease. And I am not a researcher and I'm not an oncologist, but I'm pretty certain that some of the breakthroughs we've made since 2006 
would have helped my mother. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. And and my wife Carol's been through it twice. Mm. Once almost 20 some years ago and back then like 98, 99. Yeah, same time. It was brutal what she had to go through. Mm-hmm. Now, was uh 2017, it was like a whole new world, a whole lot easier. She knew what to, well, she knew what to expect obviously, but because of some of the money's raised by you guys and forwarding the technology made it better for her to go through it a second time. Oh, it's so true. Yeah. And we've got we've still got work to do. Um you know, I I have a friend who was diagnosed with breast cancer about two years ago, and it was found when she was the, in the emergency room getting right? checked for her headaches. Really? Yeah. So she and she had gotten a mammogram about six months prior that didn't catch it. Right. So and she was diagnosed with metastatic disease. And I tell that story because I want to know that there's still people out there living with stage four with metastatic disease. And so 25% of our funds are continuing to go to make an impact on research. In my friend's example, I think we need to evolve our imaging, right? And I believe that we can do that. But Murphy, what I want to tell you about that a lot of people don't know, 75% of all the money we raise stays right here in our local community. That's a huge amount of money. It's been millions and millions of dollars over the last 26 years. It has been. Mm-hmm. Well, the race typically here, which we're going to talk about here in a minute, which is coming up, believe it or not, already, always seems to do very well as compared to some of the others around the country, doesn't it? Yeah. Historically speaking, we've been one of the more successful races. Um and um, we expect to have about 10,000 participants again this year. It's a lot of fun. Good to be part of that. So, Jill, you've talked about a couple of things that brought you back. Mm-hmm. Now you're the CEO of uh, Susan G. Coleman, Colorado. What's in your site that's really important immediately you want to get done? Get to work. Okay. Um, that sounds broad, right? Um, but But there's this... There's this idea of rolling up my sleeves and getting to work because we are not done. And um, I think with some of the transition at Komen, with some of the narratives out there, what I want to do and what our staff wants to do along with our board is to just build trust and consistent action over time. One decision at a time, I think, is what's going to do that. Well, it will take some time. But it's come a long way since the problems that have occurred several years ago, don't you think? I, I think so. I yeah, hope so. I and that's so. why I'm back to yeah, say, exactly. we got work to do. Yeah. Well, the race is part of that, so let's talk about that. Yes. Coming up, when is it? Give us dates. September 30th, 2018. Wow. That's kind of crazy. Now, last year, we were part of the new venue over at Auraria Campus, which is a really neat place for the event. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know from talking to some of the people you work with, it's going to be a little different again this year. What's it going to be like? Am I going to be up on a cherry picker again? Announcing the race? (laughs) I'll have to ask. Do you want to be on a cherry picker? Oh, I love that cherry picker. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see what we can do, Murphy. You know, the best part of the cherry picker is? Tell me. It's good for the announcements. And then we get Mary Louise up there, the mayor's wife singing the Star Spangled Banner. Yes. And it it echoes down the Auraria campus way towards the Pepsi Center. And people are mesmerized. I mean, it's, she's so beautiful. Her voice is so beautiful. And then once the race gets going, I love the part where all the families and the friends and the business acquaintances mm. are together and they're holding up signs and I'm yelling out the teams and people are cheering. It's the best. 
Well, Murphy, you're getting me really excited because one of the things that we've changed for this year is having the ceremony at the beginning, the opening ceremony, the survivor ceremony at the beginning of the race. So imagine on the heels of that emotional, you know, anchoring us in the vision and the stories of why we're here. And then being on the cherry picker and watching everyone. Oh, it's, it's great. Yes. I mean, you have in, in the view, and you're, I don't know how far you up, 50 feet, and it's just solid people, solid. And they're all for the same cause. And yes. Some have their own stories, and, and, and some don't even have a story, but they care about the cause. Mm-hmm. And, and they're out there, and they're waving signs, and I get, all, I get into it, I guess. Can you tell? <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, and my hope for us as a community, is that we all get that passionate because we are all impacted in some ways. And so what I want to say to our listeners today is help us fundraise because fundraising, revenue generation is what fuels our mission, is what fuels the impact we're making in the community, the research and the grants. Yeah, the grants. The grants. Which we're going to talk about real quick here. But... Despite you know some of the issues, some of the bad press years ago, I definitely feel from my heart that things are on the way up, and they have been for several years now. Agreed. I mean, it's improved, and people are more focused on the cause. Agreed. And it's because of the success of what you're doing. I mean, whatever happened, happened. It's never good to look back. It's always better to look forward. You can't change what's, what happened behind us, but look what's going on now, right? Well, ab- absolutely. And again, um, Again, even if we did look back, Murphy, what I want to say to everyone is that our why has not changed. We all make decisions and change strategies, right? And that's what Komen has done. And because of that, we've continued to move forward. Well, we know that the money, 75% of it stays right here in Denver. Mm -hmm. And uh, you do local grants. Talk about the grants. What kind of grants are we talking about that you guys provide? So we provide um, grant funding to organizations who provide direct services. So those services could be screening mammograms, diagnostic, or treatment for women and men who have been diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, They are the experts. They are the health providers. They are on the ground. And they get to stay focused and do their work and we get to help raise revenue and funds to fuel the work that they do. Yeah, you do a lot of that. We do, and we've done it. I mean, I was here a decade ago when we were doing the same thing. And I'm so proud to say that in this year alone, we will screen approximately 3,000 women. And those aren't, I don't want to say just any women, but we have really laser focused to ensure that we are screening Rarely or never screened women. So it could be our underinsured, our right. uninsured, women of color, people who have don't have access. And it's important to have that access. Uh, we're talking with uh, Jill Fricker, the Coleman, Colorado CEO. And you brought a guest today. I that, did. Uh, I that, did. Uh, was one of your grant beneficiaries. Mm-hmm. And I had a chance to meet Kelly Ewalt, uh, who's a breast cancer survivor, a few weeks ago for an event we're doing for you guys. But her treatment was paid for with the help of Coleman, Colorado. Kelly, welcome in. Well, hello. How are you? I'm fabulous. And you? Oh, well, how do I look? You look great. I could scare somebody. (laughs) I know I could. There's there's no way. You don't have to be nice to me now. (laughs) 
So let, let's share, if you don't mind, Kelly, a little bit about your breast cancer journey, if you don't uh, mind sharing. Oh, my word. Well, <laughs> it's like, where to begin? Um, so uh, I found a lump in my breast and went to my doctor's, and right away she was like, uh, we need to get you in and get you screened. So, okay. So did that, and that very same day I was fortunate to um, have a wonderful doctor, and he said, okay, this doesn't look good. We need to get you biopsied. Sure. And uh, so then, of course, I'm scared. scared well, of course scared. you are. It's scary oh, times. My word. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it came back that I did have um, breast cancer. And at that point, that, of course, is overwhelming. And then they want to talk to you about insurance. And all you can think of is, I have breast cancer. What am I supposed to do? You know? Right. Um, unfortunately, um, <laughs> the way my insurance was, uh, it paid for, um, I had to pay my deductible first for the lumpectomy that I had. Sure. And then as soon as my insurance ended, um, it rolled over to the next year, and then I had treatment. So I had to fulfill that deductible all over again. Sure. And I, was, I didn't know what I was going to do. It was a panic. Uh, absolutely. I'm yeah. a single mom, two kids. What do you do, you know? Oh, boy. Um. So I was- Plus you're going through the battle. Exactly. Well, yeah. Uh, and <sighs> working full time, you know, all that. So- I just sort of thought, okay, maybe I don't have to do all these treatments or what are my options? And I was fortunate enough that um, the nurse navigator reached out to the Komen grant and they um, assisted me and they paid for my medical bills. And without that... More than just a mammogram. Oh, they, yeah. They paid, they paid everything. They paid for my treatment. And honestly, I, I don't know where I would be if it wasn't for them. What a great story that is. Oh, their, their grant is phenomenal. It seriously, it helps families like mine. Well, it could have saved your life. It absolutely, absolutely, right. I fully believe. And that. to have to go through that with a single mom, I don't know how you did that. You're yeah. getting so much of my respect because I know when my wife got it, and you go blank when she heard the words, "You have breast cancer." Yeah. And if you don't have somebody right next to you saying, "Okay, you focus there. I'll take care of the medical questions and right. the insurance, and I'll do all of that." Yeah. But for you to have to go through that by yourself with two children, yeah, holy cow. Yeah, my my children are what um, keeps me going every day. So well, that's, a good that's thing. where I get my strength from. Well, that's a good thing. I mean, <laughs> if you hadn't received that treatment grant, what would you have done? I probably would have had to either forego some of the treatment or got a second job. Then I wouldn't be able to see my kids every day. And it's it's hard to know what I would have done. How long ago was this? Uh, two, a little over two years yeah. ago. What was the treatment like then? Um, I just had, uh, well, not just, but I had radiation therapy every day. So I literally yeah. walked over, got my radiation and walked back to work. <laughs> and no chemo? You didn't have to do chemo? Uh, no, I did not do chemo. I was, they were on the fence if I would need to do it or not. Yeah. And they thought I would be okay just with the radiation. So. Did they do that individual tumor test? Uh, Which yeah. I think Susan G. Coleman has sponsored monies for it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Because I did We've that. Contributed, yes, absolutely. And instead of just saying, okay, you're a male and you're this age and this is how we treat you, they said, well, we're going to take your tumor for a couple of days and we're yeah. going to study it. Yeah, yeah. And see if chemo is really going to make a difference or if it's just radiation, right, Kelly? Yep. And they yep. decided for me, no radiation or no chemo. It was like, got it, got it out, see ya. Oh, that's amazing. And of course, I get checked every six months. Yeah. But otherwise... Yeah, the research, and Coleman had something to do with that. If I'm not mistaken, I might be wrong about that, but I'm sure they said your funding helped. Because I was asking questions all the time. Yeah. Who helped with this? How did this come about? Absolutely. You need to find out where the monies were going. Absolutely. You know, I, I um, like most women, too, attested negative on the BRCA gene. Me, too. I have no family history. Or my wife, too. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, all wow. my kids now. 
you know, when your kids get older, yeah. I, have, I have three daughters and a son, and they're all 30-plus old. And they've all, I had to fight the insurance companies on that, yeah. but they've all been tested. And they're negative. But yet, I've had it once, and my wife twice. Just uh, goes to show you never know. Well, you don't know. You, you never don't know. know. But tell me how what the pressure, how the relief of the pressure was when Susan G. Coleman and stepped up and said, don't worry, Kelly, we're going to take care of it. It was like a wave was lifted off my shoulders. I, I felt so blessed. Um, I could just focus on getting better and spend time with my kids and not have to have all the pressure and stress of how I was going to come up with the extra monies needed to pay for treatment or what I was going to do. Right. My next steps were already figured out for me. It was just phenomenal. Well, it's a good thing. I can tell. I can see the relief in your face yeah. now. And how long yeah. ago was this? Two years ago? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. So just tell us how people should help Susan G. Coleman because they might help themselves by helping Susan G. Coleman. Well, you know, back to our earlier point, you never know what's going to happen in your life. You don't know who cancer is going to affect. It'd be your best friend. It could be your mom. It could be you. You never know. And by donating to such an amazing cause, you're ensuring that families like mine are treated and, and don't have to have all that pressure and stress. And it's it's truly, at the end of the day, it's about paying it forward. Mm. We, we need to take care of one another. Well, we do. Yeah. We look out for one another. Yeah. So, Jill, how common is Kelly's story? Oh, I, yeah. I would think it's very common. Yeah, unfortunately, um, it is really common. And I'm, I'm just grateful to be sitting here next to Kelly and, and really seeing how our hard work um, makes an impact for families. Um, I know this year we um, intend to you treat 50 women with wow. our funding through our grantees. Um, so if that gives you any idea. And, and I'll tell you, there's a lot out there that we will not reach. And that's because the funding doesn't go that far? Thank you. The funding does not go that far. So I think about the race. Yeah. And yeah. I think, gosh, if 10,000 people could only, if they would just raise $200 each. What? Wow. Just 200 I mean, that, I, I, I'm, I, I'm, yeah, that's I mean, that's a, I guess it's a lot of money for a lot of people, but still, overall, usually they want you to, whatever the organization is, wants $1,000 or $2,000 or whatever it is, but 200 seems doable. It's very doable, and think about all the Kellys. We could help. And you have. And we have. Yeah. And so, we want to continue doing that. I know, I know. So you think about 50 people this year, and what kind of help are we talking about? Just mammograms or, so, be, no, or the, like what Kelly had? The, the 50 are individuals who will receive treatment through our grantees, so that those that have been diagnosed with breast cancer. We'll get the treatment. Mm-hmm. And that's just from the race alone? The funds raised so at the that's race? All, that is um, all of our revenue throughout the year um, goes to those 50 women. Well, and I would think maybe, I don't know this, but maybe some of you think, well, that doesn't seem like a lot of women. But do you know how expensive these treatments are? Holy mm-hmm. cow. Right, Kelly? Oh, I mean, yeah. I bet when you were looking at those bills, you're going, holy. <laughs> yes. Very um, nerve-wracking. Well, it is. Yeah. I mean, I was shocked when I saw mine. Yeah. And they thought I had a cyst. <laughs> 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 they did. And um, then all of a sudden you go, well, not so fast, Murph. Well, but it worked out good. And thanks to Susan G. Coleman. It's a, it's a good thing. So we're talking about the race. Uh, if somebody hasn't registered yet for the race, what are we going to do? What a, it's not too late by far. ComanColorado.org backslash race. That's Register. It. 
And you don't have to have a team. You could come with uh, you. You could come with friends. Or you we could love, have a team. You, you, you don't have to have a team. You can have a team. What we encourage you to do is raise money. And you're thinking at least $200. Bring it on down. If each person raised only $200, because you know the cost of registration doesn't give us any extra funds. It just pays for our expenses for the event. Yeah. And there's a lot of those because it's a great event. The cherry picker. So that, yeah. I cannot stand <laughs> on the street. I have to be in a cherry picker. You know, those showbiz people are just so fussy. But the new the, the new spread last year on the Auraria campus mm. with the family run a little change. And mm. now if you're going to do the closing at the beginning, that's going to be a huge change for the positive. Yeah, we're because, really excited. Because people have a tendency to, if I'm not mistaken, it's kind of scatter towards the end. And then when the big ceremony goes on, people are just off doing their thing. And is is there a Bronco game that day? I suppose. <laughs> and you wonder about that a little bit. But boy, if you can have it in the beginning when people are already there, mm-hmm. jacked up and let's go. And mm-hmm. that's great timing. It's good timing. We and the Auraria so. campus is beautiful. It is. Yeah, perfect size for all of that. And how can you fundraise besides just asking for money? Is there any hiddens? Little tips. We make it very easy. See, I knew she had an answer. That's why she's a CEO. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Jill? So when you register, you can um, declare a goal. Um, we suggest at least two fifty. Um, and when you're there, you can um, write out a story. You can fill out your profile. You can share it to Facebook. You can email it to your friends. And you know what else I learned? What's that? There's an app. If we have an you, app. If you have an iPhone, what? Go to the App Store and yeah. enter SGK, and you'll get this phenomenal fundraising app really? for the race. Yep. And what can I do with that? You can send an email. You can send a text. You can make phone calls. You can post updates. And how easy is that to reach out to your family and friends through the app as opposed oh to gosh. making phone calls Absolutely. and texting? Absolutely. And, oh, I like that. She's clever. <laughs> I just kind of like that. But the race is not the only big fundraiser, because I know this firsthand. There's another True. big event coming up here in October. Mm. You can talk about that. October 13th. Is that the day? Oh, yes, it is. Saturday. Yeah. Yes, and it is. And I think we have some models in this room. Well, you have one. <laughs> Kelly was a model in this. And, you know, then you had my wife who did a pretty good job. And then you had this doof hanging out in the back of the... <laughs> Back of the row <laughs> was trying oh, to get no. on the picture thing. No, no, no. <laughs> no, but it's at the outlets of the Castle Rock. Talk about that a little bit because it's a it's a first time event, if I'm not mistaken, right? It is, you and know. and and what's so great about our partnerships in the community is are are those that recognize there is a need, and so they say we want to do something. We want to do something during uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and that's what the outlets at Castle Rock have done. And so they're doing a series of events. One of them is a fashion show, which. Murphy will be in. I will. Yes. Yes. And I'll I'll look half human. Yeah. I promise. It's all for a good cause. Kelly looked really good. I saw your pictures. <laughs> you did you did a good job. Thank you. <laughs> we spent a few hours down there. But you know what's cool? The big shots of the outlets, not just the Cas Rock, but the outlets came in from Austin, Texas. And we talked about why are you guys getting behind this? And the fella, I think his first name is Steve, who owns the malls is determined wherever his malls are to give back to that community in mm-hmm. any way, shape, or form. Don't you wish more people did that? Mm-hmm. And it's all about helping the people. So they're they're dug in to helping Susan G. Coleman big time. And this fashion show is probably the, the first one. And who's in the fashion show? Let's besides me and Kelly and my wife Carol. Uh, I mean our survivors, who are the what, what's the background? Survivors, um, previvors, 
and thrivers. Thrivers. Mm-hmm. Explain that. Thrivers are those that have metastatic disease, that are living with metastatic disease. Which is a tough road to hold. Were they, were they down there for the photo shoot? Because I didn't meet everybody down there. Did you, Kelly, meet everybody down there? No. No. Are you excited about being in the fashion show? Yeah. Yeah. Are you? I don't know. Sashay Shantae? No. I just, <laughs> is that legal? <laughs> I'm not sashaying down nothing. <laughs> That could be a little crazy, but you want to have fun, right? I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. a it's a fun event. Mm-hmm. And how do you raise money off of that? What, what is the outlets kicking in? Or yeah, they pe- are, they are. There's um, including the the fashion show. I understand there's a shopping extravaganza where a portion of everything purchased will go to Komen. Just that day, the thirteenth of October. No, throughout the month. The of month October. of October, which so is uh, wow. yeah. so. So actually, um, the event is in October, the fashion show, and it's the month of September that they'll be doing the shopping extravaganza. Well, they're just covering everything down there. I know. It's so great. Yeah, it is. That, that could raise a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, my daughter's alone. Just <laughs> <laughs> they unload down there. But they, hey, they got their own jobs. Do what you want. I yes. don't care. So talk about the, you must have a website where all the information about the race, all the information about the fashion show at the outlets down at Castle Rock. Yep. www.comancolorado.org. Well, that's pretty easy. I think. Yeah. And you can register for the race online yep. as well as the day of the race. Yeah. Correct? Yes. So that's easy enough to do too. Yes. Please come. What's our goal? Well, there's no goal for the amount that are in it. You said you hope ten thousand. It'll be millions. ten thousand. It'll be ten thousand oh, easy. Of people, yeah. 10, yeah. Well, millions we of dollars. Millions would be good. of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that, but we'd like thousands of people to participate. Yeah, it's for a good cause. So now's the time to start. You could, you know, get to group at work. A lot of people do that. Wherever they might be working, they start getting people gathered up, and they bring their families. And there's a whole herd of them going up down in uh, Auraria Parkway there, and it's. You know, very exciting to, to have that going on. Well, Jill, talk more about uh, your goals for Coleman. Got a couple of I got here a couple of minutes left. So, well, again, I just I just want to thank you for this time and um, recognize Kelly again for oh my gosh your determination and sharing your story um, and helping people understand where their dollars go. And so, to that end, what I want to say in this leadership role, I want to partner with all of you, with all of our constituents, with our donors and sponsors, survivors, and really leverage every penny that we can and make it go as far as it can. Have you teamed up with uh, other companies around Denver that have jumped in to help Susan G. Coleman, or maybe other health facilities, the, the hospitals get on board? I don't seem to see that as much as... I should maybe, or I don't look for it, one or the other. In terms of hospitals, that's a great question. What we find is that hospitals make great grantees because they're doing the work. They're on the ground, like St. Joe's, for instance. Um, And so, and we look to them for their expert advice on breast cancer. And that's how they could get involved. And they probably love that. And Kelly, any final words from you? I mean, you're a survivor. Susan G. Coleman has uh, helped you. Yes, I'm so fortunate. Any, thank uh, you. Any and thank f- you to the people who've donated. That's seriously, it means a lot to me. And and it isn't going to end. And what's your goal again, Jill? Did you tell me you're going to cut everything in half by what year? The- 2026. I love that. That's, yeah, that's not that far away. No, no, we are really. laser focused. Boy, I guess. And how are you going to do that? I mean, it's more than just money. Is it more extensive research or? Great question. Um, our scientific advisory 
group at Pullman headquarters was able to quantify that we could reduce the mortality rate by one third today without another major research breakthrough. One third. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's a large number. I think that means a large number, doesn't it? I'm not a a math major. (laughs) Well, and and let's look at Kelly, right? Yes. So so we're talking about individuals like Kelly who wouldn't otherwise have access, right? Yes. We didn't need a research breakthrough to help Kelly. We needed her to have access. And for her access, it meant insurance that would cover her. Does that make sense? That makes mm-hmm. sense. That's pretty black and white right there. So one third. Wow. That's that's amazing. Now, if someone's out there right now and they're thinking they're going through the process, they're scared, they don't have the money, maybe didn't even know Susan G. Coleman helps. How do they get involved to get the money? We would love for you to call us at 303-744-2088. We have a list of grantees that we can refer you to. There's services. There's the Women's Wellness Connection. That's a place through um, um, our health-serving organizations that provides low-cost screening. That's a simple call. Give that number again because people can't write that fast. 744-2088. And who does that connect them to? A nurse? or It's going to connect them to us at Coleman. Directly. Not an yeah. answering machine, not a voice machine. No, the CEO will answer the phone and really? help you. Yes. Help you <laughs> navigate your way to a grantee if that is, in fact, what you need. Well, that's great news. You're going right to the top with the phone call. That's not your cell phone number, is it? That you just gave no. <laughs> well, I hope everybody takes advantage of that. And again, give us the website about the race and about the fashion show coming up and comeincolorado.org backslash race register. The race is on September 30th, and the fashion show is on October 13th, a Saturday. It's going to be fun. I'll be down there. Well, Kelly Ewald, breast cancer survivor, I'll see you down there yes, in the fashion show. Do not mock me because I'll get angry about that. I would that. never I'll, do I'll take that. Take it personal. <laughs> And uh, Jill Fricker, CEO of Coleman, Colorado, congratulations on the job. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me, and thank you for all you do. Appreciate the time. And thank you guys for listening to Mile High Magazine, and we'll talk to you next week.